Hello everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode 58. I'm Jackson, I'm joined by Em as usual. It's anime time! It is anime time! And we're joined by a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Eric. Um, I was on last year to talk about ping pong. Uh, yeah. And I hope I brought something that will have a, an interesting discussion again. This one way more uh, light. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you brought Ongaku R Sound, which is a 2019 uh, film. Uh, from Kenji uh, Iwaisawa, who, as far as I can tell, did basically everything on this movie. <laughs> yeah, he apparently had like a small team of just helping out across yeah. the years, but was in the way that like saying something is done by one guy is always a lie in these kind of mediums. Uh, just knowing that it's done by one guy as much as could possibly be physically possible for an anime of this kind, um, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of what made me interested in it in the first place. Like, um, uh, I think last year it was coming out, but the year before it played and it won awards at a local, like, animated film festival in, uh, in Ottawa. Um, mm. So I just had heard about it there. Uh, and, well, as soon as it came out, I watched it last year, and it's just been... It's just something I've been thinking about since then. It's... It's uh, and rewatching it just now just like confirmed how I felt about it that I just really like this movie. It's it's uh, just something fun and short and just like full of like the, the the passion of one guy. Like you really feel that, and I I, I kind of wanted to share that um, since it's not a movie. I feel like people have heard about uh, much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um... I had heard of it, but it didn't go like that far. I just heard of it as like this was an anime made by one guy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, do you want to summarize, or should I, Jackson? What do you want? What do you want? Um, I'll, I'll quickly summarize. So, um, yeah. uh, Ongaku R Sound is about uh, Kenji, who is nominally the leader of this gang of delinquents at a school, um, and what that means is he hangs out with two other guys and they just bum about all day because they're teenagers <laughs> and that's what it was like um, and being bored of doing like fights with other schools and winning everything um, uh, he decides just on a whim to start a band and they they meet in his house he comes across a bass he steals another bass and drum set from school they meet up and they just hit the music and they feel something special in them <laughs> and realize this is what they were meant to do. They don't know how to play music, but it is uh, powerful to them as they hit these drums and bass and just go dun 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 dun. Um, the, the plot of it really concerns with uh, uh, him um, meeting up with like another guy. Oh god, what's the other guy's name? The, the vocalist in the other band? Morita? Morita, yeah, Morita. thank you. Morita. Yes. Morita uh, who is the leader of a folk band um, that's like the uh, exact opposite of these guys. Just like musically very proficient, very restrained, uh, um, like you know, high school theory nerds about music. You've met these people; they're they're great. Um, and uh, he fi forms a bomb with this delinquent who just wants to make noise and express himself through hitting his drum sets uh, and playing his bass. Um, Kenji kind of like backs out, gets bored of the band. Can he actually be bothered to do it? Is this still just the whims of 
youth. Uh, Marita uh, realizes that he must embrace rock music. These people have taught him the truth and he has to rock hard and not just play restrained folk music to show his full heart. Uh, they all get signed up for a festival uh, and... Kenji is almost late because he's being waylaid by uh, like other delinquents who want to fight him, not understanding he has <laughs> left that life behind to become uh, a musician. Uh, and he runs to the festival and they perform their weird, like, uh, improvised, strange rock music. He's broken his bass as part of this um, like chase scene, so he's only got a recorder, but it's enough. Uh, and it's just this like euphoric performance of pure, unadulterated, uh, like untrained music, and everyone has a great time. And then we cut to the week after the bands broke up. He seems uninterested, um, and is the movie ends uh, as just you know the world continues. It was not an actual profound revelation uh, that changed their me. lives. Excuse me, his not a girlfriend expresses interest in like oh if we ask him now he'll say yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, because that's the other thread is the uh, not a girlfriend is uh, like the um, like kind of a romantic interest, but also just the girl who knows these delinquents and how to fucking talk to them and get them to do anything. Yeah, Aya, um, she just is kind of fed up with his uh, meandering ways. Yes, and just wants him to make a choice, do some damn things, and that's kind of it. It's a very it's a very loud on plot. Uh, it's mostly just like deadpan comedy uh it uses the limited animation like so well and there's some like extreme sucking moments but a lot of like deliberately cutting away from action for comedic effect uh keeping like very like deadpan straight expressions um i mean it uses all that to like stylistic effect rather than feeling like cheap you know um the thing that um the thing when i was watching it that i was most struck by i was like this is like king of the hill (laughs) yeah (laughs) just this like sense of like three kind of dumbasses meandering around as life happens around them and they just kind of like don't react to it as the bit like that's their reaction is just kind of be like unaffected by it all um and that's just like the heart of king of the hill to me yeah and i know i never made the association but it makes so much sense um i think i think i i really like almost so early in the film is that talking about the limitation of the budget and showing stuff is how he gets the base where it all like there's a this whole thing that happens off screen of a lady getting her purse stolen and this guy saving her and the police comes and he has to go to the station and he hands Kenji his base and Kenji just keeps it and leaves (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny it's like a whole minute long scene because Kenji's walking past and like someone steals this old lady's purse I guess a young lady's purse. Um, Someone steals the purse, and Kenji just kind of ignores it as it's happening left to frame. And then another guy walks past, hands in his base, and then goes on beats up the guy. And then after he's beat up the guy, the cop's like, okay, now you have to come to the uh, station and <laughs> explain everything. He's like, I was just helping out. I've got places to be. I'm not, I didn't know, it wasn't aware. So it was a whole commitment. <laughs> uh, While well, just like the only animation is Kenji's expression, just kind of vaguely looking on. It's very funny. Yeah. There's, there's so much of this movie that's just his face unmoving and it's so funny every time and it goes on yes. for like way like it's funny and then it's is it going on too long and then it's funny again and then they stop and they do something and he says like one word um i i love that yeah it really rides the line of like that kind of comedy where uh there's like a bit of uncom- like discomfort in how long they let it go on before it becomes funny again yeah um but it's like it's very skillful because to pull that off is hard you know it's really easy to uh land flat 
um but this is uh it's all very good another thing i really noticed just like formally was like towards the end there's these these extreme like rotoscoped performance animations but um before that in a lot of like the focus of the animation is on um just like traveling there's lots of side on background scrolling over like a looped you know uh, walking cycle uh for want of a better term uh, which are all really good. Like it just gets the sense of like being in this space, um, and and the uh, the backgrounds are like uh, not like necessarily watercolored, but they are deliberately like they don't try to blend in in the way that some anime backgrounds do. They are background as backgrounds, and it gives the whole thing a very great vibe. I loved all those sequences. Whenever they're like, "We're going somewhere," and then they just walk for twenty seconds and go, "Where are we going? I don't know the way." <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, being a teen is kind of just like sitting around or walking around, right? Like that's just what they do. Uh, I like the because the introduction introduces them like they're like these tough three like boncho guys who get in fights and are really like everyone's afraid of them and intimidated by them and they have like this not a quite a rivalry with this other school that has this huge like gang um but it turns out they mostly just sit in a like an empty room and play mario kart all day basically they just have nothing going on and they just beat these guys because they're bored that's yes. the, everything they do is because they're bored. The, the first time they try to go beat up the, those guys and then get lost, and they end up in a boxing thing, just watching guys practice boxing, and then it cuts to their back into their normal room, but there has there's like a, a boxing thing that they can practice on now because that's their interest of the day. Yes. Uh, yes. This movie made me like just uh, deeply sad about being old in a way <laughs> that is like an- anime is always about teenagers or not always but often about teenagers in high school but many times that's just because high school is a place that like socially facilitates everyone talking to each other and having things happen yeah um but this is like a movie about it- you're a teenager and fuck, what are you gonna do tomorrow like i'm gonna become joint start a band um and the the possible like both the sense of possibility and also the sense of like none of it really matters are so strong through this movie. It made me very uh, nostalgic. Even though I hated being a teenager, I still want this back. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've never really played music, but it reminded me so much of like uh, having a friend who pr- like produces music and just sitting in the same room while he like works on a snare for like an hour and just talk like two words every ten minutes, but just mostly listen and do nothing. Uh, it's it's very it captures that very well uh yeah the Uh, thing the thing about the plot there is that like once they decide they're gonna be a band you're like oh like this just isn't gonna hold on long enough right like everyone realizes ken like kenji gets bored um and they're like can we talk him back it's like i don't know we're gonna keep doing this anyway and maybe he'll come back around and get back interested as he mostly just lays around um there's a bit where he's like just like face down on the ground like bored um and they're playing music and like uh, he'll come back because he's moving his ass to music (laughs) (laughs) which is very good oh the reveal that he just secretly like instead of doing the bass picked up a recorder and got really good at recorder while everyone was like practicing is very great because it's like the day of the big concert and they they're like is he gonna show is he like they agree to play this musical festival and uh, they don't know and the rival school just decides to come and like attack him or whatever and they come out they're like oh we're gonna break your guitar and he smashes it and then pulls out the recorder and just like like superpower run past them he like turns into rock lee while he's playing the recorder it's really good <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. 
Yeah, it's it's that part is so good. And then on rewatch, there's another part that's really funny. That's kind of um, um, predicts it where they're like practicing on like on a pier. Um, yeah. the other two guys and then they hear like a recorder being played in the distance and does it what is that mysterious sound does it come from that island over there no it's just Kenji practicing <laughs> recorder uh, that you'll <laughs> that you'll get the reveal of the next day it's, it's so mm -hmm. it's so funny um, I love just their attitude because like they pick up music kind of on a whim we're in a band now they don't know how to play they just like hammer the same note over and over again um, and then create a band name and then looking for the, like, they hear there's another band with like the same name and just like one character difference, um, and go looking for those guys and everyone thinks they're going to beat them up. I love the, like going down the school, looking for everyone as they like lock themselves in their room. Like, this is the last time we we'll ever get to play. We're all going to die today. <laughs> it's like so sinking on the Titanic bit. And then they break down the door. Like, can you play for us? <laughs> and, like the whole band is just like sweating. They're just sweating. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> Flop sweating completely. Uh, I love that. So these things are so different, and then like, they're like, no, this is this beautiful music. Actually, <laughs> reminds me of the power of rock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Morita. Um, just like realizing that he's too buttoned up, uh, being this like folk guy, he must uh, embrace the rock and roll. Mm. Um, which I, they did. There's a very funny bit that I said to you uh, when I watched it. Is that this is his lesson throughout the movie, uh, which I don't understand how he's having it. When halfway through, when like recommending music to uh, one of the other guys, it's like, hey, here's a CD. You should listen to this. Uh, he gives him King Crimson <laughs> from his from his like thirty thousand CD yes. collection, by yeah. the way. Well, yeah, he pulls out like, King Crimson. It's like I've never heard music like yours. Please take this classic music, much like yours. <laughs> it's so funny. Um. But it works really well, like, uh, from both ends, like, um, the scene where they just, like, hit the drum and play the bass for the first time, just play a note, and they just look at each other like, that was the best thing I've ever felt. Uh, uh, so that's, like, very honest to my memory of um, playing music as a teenager. Uh, when you realize that music is, like, a thing that you do with someone else, it's, uh, it's, it's, that's why I like me. It's why I don't do music anymore. Cause I could like, I could download, you know, I used to write um, a bunch of songs and I could theoretically download some like stuff and write stuff, but that's not, I don't, I don't actually want to write music. I want to play songs with a band, right? I, it is the communal aspect of it that I find engaging, not necessarily the creative parts. Um, and I think this really uh, captures why that is uh, in this music, in this, uh, in this film. Yeah. Yeah, that part's great. Um, also, the part where like, this, like they don't they don't change. Like they don't learn new music, right? They just do the thing they do. It's like that's the the joy for them. It's just like we're not gonna get better. It's not like we're like a crappy band that has to like discover our, our like the the secret of real music. They just go on and do their thing. Like you know, it's like the heart of like like punk ideology, right? And like. At the end of the movie, the band's like, is it broken up? Will it continue? And it may be, maybe not, right? It's just, it's just, they're just what being a teenager is like, right? Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not this changed their lives forever. Um, this was yeah, the one not, thing it, we cared about for like two weeks and then it's over yes. and then there's, there's going to be <laughs> maybe, a new thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe they'll just keep playing music sometimes. Who knows, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> but like the real difference in their lives is that now they say hi to Marita and like know who he is. Yes. And they like, like social circles change. And maybe, and maybe Kenji and Aya are like going to hook up. Yeah, I'll probably just be uh, like this for another two years. 
I is so good. Like a yes. pitch perfect one of these characters. In, in many stories like this, there's like the one girl who knows the guys who can, can actually talk to them and get them off their asses. What everyone like, everyone else sees them in uh, this, uh, you know, weird life. Especially in these like delinquent type stories, right? Like, and when the um, uh, reputation of these cool badasses is, is such that there's the one girl that just knows they're idiots. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just so well done here. The uh, I really like the scene where like she's like you need to shape up like she doesn't even say that much she's like you need to shape up your friends are relying on you and you're letting them down because you're just like this you just don't care about anything um, and he makes a great show of like grabbing her ass and she just hauls off and hits him and then walks away and he's like shit what do I do <laughs> and he just lies just, down like, in wordlessly the road. yeah it's just yeah. all wordless and, like it's really quiet and yes. good um, the thing the specific thing I said was that this is what if uh, what if King of the Hill was like a French New Wave movie and stuff like that is what <laughs> this, this reminds me of particularly just like these yes. like I mean real so- static shots of like youth just like failing to communicate but in like these ways that are like poignant yeah. and still get the point across like there's still like interaction happening even though they're closed off when they came lying <laughs> on the ground and lighting a cigarette and the guy comes by with a scooter and just looks yes. at him doesn't yes. say anything, just moves on, and it just stays on him, and his cigarette is so good. God, you saying that this is fucking King of the Hill is really like, God, this is absolutely King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. but with like a bit of like, you know, like uh, 400 blows or something in it. Um, it's, it's the part where like, uh, Kenji's not, like, that scene's really good because there's many scenes like that in anime where, like, the shitty guy makes a, like, pass of some kind and gets beaten up and it's mm. played in very, and, but I like it here because it's not played as, like, oh, he's crossing a, a line necessarily, it's more like, oh, he was on, he is not a flirty guy, right? Like, it just yes. isn't. Uh, but then in, in placed in a situation where he is even more uncomfortable and has to be vulnerable, like, just gravitates to being flirty, and she's like, no, you fucking be a real human being, and he just lies down in the road and has to contemplate being real for a second. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's like him trying to do something to show how much he doesn't care about anything, but she, like, completely reads yes. through him. Um, it, it, yeah, it's that's a great moment. I really like also her... I mean, it's small, but her small interaction with her friend, that's like, do you want to go to the mall like a normal teenager? And every time she's like, (laughs) I got something way grander and more important to do. And then her friend is like, I waited for you. Why do you do this to me? That's that's fucking high school. That's so high school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How do you feel about the music in this? Uh, I kind of... Uh, it's it's like it, it feels like kind of what it's supposed to be but it's so like referential with the i mean the crimson i, I don't remember the name of that king crimson yeah yeah king, king crimson, crimson. Yeah. um i really like the music like the 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 thing they have to do which is like they they can't actually make then they bust out fucking for for a time and it's one of the best pop songs ever written um <laughs> So they have to ride this line, and I think the choice they make is really good. Of like the ending is um, Morita's band and uh, Kenji's band uh, playing together, mostly improvisationally, just over the same bum 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 beats. Is is really good because uh, because it really shows. I think the thing I really like about it is the way it it doesn't try to moralize anything about music. It's not saying like oh their music is better because it's um. Uh, passionate and uh, Morita's music by being so, um, you know, 
uh, by studying music, he has lost the passion. Like, no, you like someone who's can play two notes, and someone who knows all the scales can play together and express, uh, you know, whatever they need to express because it's it's music. You just do it together, and it works. Yeah, uh, there there is no uh, correct angle. Uh, Kenji hasn't figured out the truth of music. No. He just plays it. But also, there's still all, like, crappy high school bands that no one actually cares about, right? Like, there's the bit where they're handing oh, out the God. flyers, and he's just playing. He's, like, he's playing his heart out, but nobody cares. Like, who cares? No one's going to this. <laughs> and I like that the first time that's presented, it's, like, this big moment of, like, real music, kind of, in a way. But it's mm-hmm. just then nobody cares about it. It's just, like, it's real music to teenagers, but it's, like, who cares? It, there, there's a, a thousand guys that play music. That, could play this exact same song and it means really nothing. Um, I kind of a, a little detail I do like uh, at the end is when he shows up with the, like a double guitar uh, Morita uh, after getting like they do their performance where he's like a changed guy, uh, got his uh, hair uh, bleached and is going full rocker mode, uh, but then the guitar strap. Uh, fails like in the middle of a song and he just breaks down uh, but comes back bigger and better with a double guitar <laughs> this time uh, yeah that bit's really good especially with like um, I remember like doing my first gigs and when you make a mistake like that it really does you feel like you're enti- like every this was your fancy you're gonna play music and now everything is ruined and then like once you've done three gigs you just realize you can fuck up all you want just go i fucked you know i, mm. I, I, I fucked up it's, it's normal so you laugh about it the audience also laughs uh being on stage is actually very easy but uh when you're um you know a teenager and you want to play music it's the most important thing in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah for sure um that stuff work like the whole movie is about like un, like i feel like these movies and anime itself also has like be it beck or like all the idol anime or like kaon have this like sense of like the the youths who pursue music are doing something like very like poignant and life-changing for them and it's like the like life and death um either like through competition or just like the melodrama of it and by underselling all of that i just think it like helps ground this in like a realism that a lot of those things lack like i really love beck but beck's about like this like you know 30 minutes after this suddenly there's like actual international music producers showing up which just doesn't happen in a a movie like this right yeah there's no framework here for this like become the shonen story of ascension yeah um and even Kaon, which I haven't seen season two, I don't know how big, uh, uh, you know, the band gets. Um, <laughs> not that big. Not not that big. I'm going to assume not that big. But, like, Kaon season one, like, they are, you know, performing one gig for the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's normally doing a kind of similar thing. Um, but, like but I said, still, like... like Kaon and Love Live, like, because it's, like, a high school club, it's, like, this is the most important flower of our youth thing we've chosen to yes. do. Like... Um, this is not that. These kids could drop this tomorrow and never play a song again, and it wouldn't change their life, even if or if they kept going, right? Like, this well, is just who the they are. With with Kaon, it does something similar. Like the thing I remember at Kaon is Mio cares about music, and Yui and um, Ritsu are just kind of in in the fucking club yelling about other stuff, uh, and that's like the heightened. And itself a fantasy version of the actual truth, which is this movie, he sits in silence playing video games and the other guy's punching the thing. Yes. Uh, that Those scenes where they're just like being silent in their room, doing nothing but, you know, hanging out, quote unquote, is just, that's how it fucking is. 
Yeah. No, that's fair. But also the like, I like that last scene where he's like, oh, you know, uh, is the band broken up? He's like, ah, maybe today. But well, you know, if this if this thing with her worked out, maybe we can ask him again and we'll get a yes. <laughs> Just like it doesn't matter. It's not life or death. This isn't like a. Uh, he's gonna if they keep going, he will break up the band eighty more times. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes. Which I think that is uh, good. Like, just the fickleness of not being super invested as a teen. Or even if you are invested, being afraid of being invested. Or, like, it's just too much of a bother. It's hard to commit to stuff. It is. I was I was a very fickle teen. I joined a bunch of clubs I never ended up dropping out of. Um, relate heavily to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also the... Um having in opposition those other school kids that are basically in another movie having like a um, teenage biker style where they all have mohawks yes. but the boss has a bigger one than everyone else they're uh, like they're like a, they're like a trigger version of a school gang yeah <laughs> just oh. way outsized compared to everything else but they do have this one moment of like back to reality when they're like meeting their old this boss so who's just a guy who works in a factory now for like a mm-hmm. suit uh <laughs> and it's it's so like it, it's such a moment of like yeah nothing that these kids think matter matter uh and like being like a teen and chilling is just way better than taking everything so seriously all the time mm-hmm Uh, yeah, that yep. scene at the, the gas station. So, because they start out like threatening the other guys, so yeah. like, I will beat you up, and they're like, "Okay, whatever, child. <laughs> <laughs> are you coming? Are you are you on the are you on the bus for the work or not? Has <laughs> no any time for this? Uh, it's so funny. I this, this movie's hilarious. It's just like a, a very simple but very good and very funny movie. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised how much I was just having a great time with it. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't. Oh, like it manages to have like all these moments of nothing happening but doesn't overstay because it's like I mean 70 minutes long yeah it's 70 minutes long in part because of the budget but also it could be like 60 and be half as funny yeah yeah it's uh it's it's like restrained but in a way where it, you know it doesn't feel like it's leaving stuff on the table here it's just well it's it's very well executed um I was really surprised by how much it goes for it in animation wise. So I was like, this is totally fine. Like, I really like the like very simple style. And then the end just like really unloads. Like, we're going to do the music and we're going to do it right. We're just going to over animate the hell out of this guy playing guitar. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. The style of it all. The first moment when uh, Morita hears her music and mm-hmm. he gets teleported to this like surrealist painting where like just stuff happens all around him it's so good yeah i love that he he goes into a tube and becomes a rock and just it's just (laughs) like the visuals of it changes style completely halfway through that scene even and it's just like the way he like the which uh scenes are chosen to be animated with like so much care and which scenes uh are just like um very flat but to effect is so good i think i I mean that's that's the the brilliance of doing something like 
do, doing something great with what you have uh, that this film has. Uh, that's really what really charmed me um, about it. Um, another thing I really like is that the image that this movie gives, like that if you look at the poster or anything, it's like that Beatles crossing the walk thing that is so just like it's there because of the homage to like classic rock stuff, but it's so like this movie is so not that movie, the movie that's in your head when you see that image of teens crossing that way. Um, yes, I, I I really love that it's there, and then the transitions to them playing the one note again and again. It's so great. <laughs> it's so good. I love the one note thing. Um, yeah, uh, what's some? I one of my other favorite dynamics in the movie was I um uh the this I like the other two guys like Kenji's the main guy, but there's the other two guys in the uh in the band and his gang. And they have these conversations, uh, like the way they talk about, like, will Kenji do this? Can we do it? Like, this for him? Will he do this? Will he be responsive? It's very that part was very relatable because I've had many like um, f- friendships back in the day where you know someone would be leaders too strong, but just in a certain social position, and then you're like your other two, your your two people in another in the friend group, and you like have to navigate this like person who's not necessarily communicative, but you want to. Uh, you know, make sure you're there for them, make sure that everything goes your way and their way. And it's just like very, uh, felt very honest to what it's like to navigate a relationship. Like. As... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume uh, you relate more to Kenji of just, I'm just going to do this. Yes. Uh, I'm much more the other two people of like, I get, does he want this? Does, does he want this from me? Could I, is this the kind of person he want? Like, pulling people want... into the gravity of my whims is, uh, we're still doing it. We're living the dream. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I had some of that in high school. It, I think th- yes. this is like a very high school dynamic. To it's me. an extremely high school dynamic because yeah. I, I I said that knowing like uh, that can happen in you know now, but it's just a different thing to the high school of just like n- no one. Sometimes someone just doesn't communicate, and they just mm-hmm. and you like I would like them to communicate, but I'm also sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and you just got to deal with that because you you know you figure it out. And there's just an understanding of people you don't really have when you're a teenager because it's such a self-centered time. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's like the way people act can feel like a mystery, but in retrospect, it just it's just normal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the movies are good about like showing like. Nobody is acting out of pocket, and no one's, like, overly confused. It's just, like, you know, they just don't always connect in exactly the way you'd want. <laughs> but not a way that causes a lot of undue drama. Even the rival gang is less, like, shitty and more just misunderstanding the uh, the space they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think showing think just... showing no scene of Kenji beating them up <laughs> is great because it makes all their things seem even more ridiculous. Uh, 
I mean, the first time you're introduced, the first scene is like these three guys chilling in a cafe and he walks in and they're like, oh, this guy is a, a does like a spaghetti fist. I think that's what they call it. Uh, he's an expert at that. We should, it's the most dangerous martial art. Let's run away. Um, and it's, it feels so ridiculous the whole way through because you just never get any scene of him beating up anything. So you can't, you can't really make the association that they're doing it for any reason. They're just dumb kids. Yeah. Presumably he has beaten guys up in the past, but yeah, you never see it. Uh, you never really like get a sense of exactly how that works or whether everyone on all sides is just acting like we're all beating each other up and then <laughs> not actually doing it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was very happy to have watched this. This was uh, uh, just a, just a good time. Yeah, this is one of those where like I'd never heard of it before you brought it to us, um, and I uh, was really surprised. I feel like this is one that like a lot of people I know would like, and I just am surprised. I guess like 2019, a lot's happened since 2019, but um, I feel like this should have taken off a little more. Yeah, I know like G Kids has it, like they they're showing it around at yeah. least in North America. Um, I don't know if it's I didn't it didn't seem like it was on Blu-ray. I guess I didn't check, but their website wasn't like oh yeah no it is okay. Um, yeah, it's just like around people can get a hold of it. <laughs> it's just I'd never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah, I, I wow. rented it on YouTube this time for like two dollars, so mm -hmm. uh, definitely worth those two dollars. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of one I why I picked this in the end. Actually, the other thing I thought about bringing was uh, Bacano, which <laughs> which uh, was very funny when you did that last month. So yeah, and, and me ended up picking this felt right. Uh, just a fun, a fun movie that I just want people to watch. Uh, really deserves yeah. deserves to be um, to be seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's uh, really good. <laughs> uh, another note, just to um, just a thing that I noticed in the movie uh, is that. Uh, it makes smoking look like the coolest thing that's ever existed. <laughs> that's true of every movie of smoking. Yeah. I don't think there's a yeah, movie of smoking. Usually really in like that. like an old movie where people are smoking, that's just true. And in like any movie from the 70s, it goes without saying. But not always in like modern animated movies that's is true. smoking this cool. And that's I get true. it's because they're like going for like a, you know, the movies uh, takes place in the 80s, I think. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, they've got that's a cassette it, recorder. So yeah, no, I, assume yeah, fair enough. I hadn't really thought about it, but... I mean, it's definitely set in the like you know the the beginnings of uh, rock. He's giving him CDs Japan. though, isn't he? In his yeah. thing. Oh yeah, I guess he is. So it must be in the. 80s. He has thirty thousand yeah. CDs. Yeah. So that could I be, guess that could be a... anywhere, at, like from like the early nineties through to today. Yeah, I guess I don't know when it takes place. Then it doesn't give a time, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't feel like the present. It's like it. It definitely feels like pre phones. Um, it, I mean, it feels while watching it that someone could take out a flip phone and it yeah. would fit in the aesthetic. That's like yes. around when I think it is like early 2000s. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it feels like teenagers smoking. I don't know. <laughs> I had friends who smoked when I was a teen and it definitely has that. It makes it seem so... I don't know. As someone who used to smoke every time i see smoking in a movie it just makes me want to smoke again because it looks like the coolest thing in the world um yeah no this <laughs> movie's real rude about that <laughs> yes just movies in general are just like 
really bad in that way. Um, yes. Because obviously, in generally speaking, uh, do not recommend, but that's just the reality of cinema. Smoking no, looks I cool. Mean, I, I'll smoke a cigarette right now. I don't give a fuck. It's been, <laughs> been a couple of years since I've had a cigarette. I don't smoke. I never smoke like habitually, but I'll do it. Do it right now. Damn. Uh, yeah, I've never, I've never smoked. I have enough health stuff to worry about. <laughs> You're such a hypochondriac. You should not smoke. Yeah. Uh, correct. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else? It was a little, uh, little short one, but like, I don't really have much to say other than everyone should watch this movie. Everyone's watched this movie. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's all I have to. It's it's so great. It's yeah. less time than a week of our uh, GGP watching. <laughs> yeah. Much better than that. It's much better than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, check it out. Um, the Blu-ray has like short films by A.Y. Saw. I'm like, damn, maybe I should get that. Watch those short movies. Oh damn, yeah. Because um, for one, for like one person, asterisk doing all of the animation. Man, this movie looks great. <laughs> uh, the animation is just so good. The the background work because of how much is like focused on the background work in the early games mm-hmm. before the real like i've animated this fucking guy playing the guitar stuff kicks in on the back stretch um is some of the best i've ever seen uh you know i just also I, really like the characters i like kenji's shitty mustache, um, <laughs> shitty mustache. i like i like oda's weird like bart simpson like sideburns <laughs> um yeah. god yes um I mean, just these like just the zigzag down the side of his head it was very good um, I, I really like he, how they draw. He draws the eyes as like yes. those two arcs. Yeah, uh, it, it's it makes like all the deadpan stuff so so funny because the face is so peculiar um, and so so little details in it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, uh, great movie. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah, I guess um, that's it. Next month, we are going to be watching uh, Technolize. I don't actually know. I assume that's how you say that. I have no idea. It's got an X in it, though. Um, It's T-E-X-H-N-O-L-Y-Z-E, all capitalized. Technolize. Technolize? Yeah, maybe, sure. Technolize? Techno is is intended to be pronounced Technolize, so you were right the first time. Good. Technolize. Um, which is a, which is the classic, a, uh, uh, anime, uh, guide of just ignore when there's an X in the fucking name. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is a 2003 anime directed by Hiroshi Hamasaki written by, uh, Konaka. We're just continuing to do Konaka, I guess. So look forward to that. Um, yep. So true. The yeah. most, I was about to say the most Kanzakan anime, but that's just not even close to true. That's not even close to true. <laughs> so I, I won't even go there. <laughs> oh, God. Anime. Um, thank you so much for bringing this movie to us. Uh, yes. Thank you. It was incredible surprise. What a great time. Yeah. Delight. It was my pleasure. I'm really happy you both liked it. Um, yeah. This... Uh was a real winner uh do you have anything to plug i uh yeah um i'm on twitter i'm at e-s-a-y-o-u-r uh easier uh i do a podcast with my friend arlen where we talk uh mostly about movies um and uh it's i mean it's on on my twitter it's called lhp um we also do 
uh, uh, Bond miniseries where we we've been covering every Bond for like two years now. <laughs> We're finally almost someone done. has made a Bond podcast. <laughs> Uh, I plugged it last year and we're still going, yeah. but we have reached Daniel Craig movies, so we're almost there. Oh, you're almost there. <laughs> How do you feel there. about the potential future where Bond just an Amazon TV show? <sighs> oh, no. I feel very bad about that. I feel like yeah, I, I definitely do not want that. Um The thing for me about that is that given by the stories and like about how Lord of the Rings is and how Jeff Bezos just likes movies. And oh, he's going to try to make movies, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Actually. Yeah. But like, I, he, because when something gets bought by a gross corporation, normally it sucks and you're like, you know, well, I guess hopefully someone good gets to control it because everything isn't evil. But no, he's going to try to be hands on. He hasn't, he loves James Bond. I know he does in my heart. I know this to be true. <laughs> um, so he will have creative input in James Bond from the future. And that's, so James Bond is basically dead now. It sucks to my heart. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I mean, uh, I feel like I don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into specific, but the the broccoli have so much control in it still that I mean, that's true that that's true, they, yeah. they could maybe they will be fighting Jeff Bezos in the future. So uh, expect a Bond movie about oh god, if that if there's like weird <laughs> tension between those two, that'd be crazy. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, what's your um, plot. what's your favorite plot of uh, Tomorrow Never Dies too? By the way. <laughs> God, what's your favorite Bond movie? While I have you on this um, podcast, do, uh, doing that rewatch, I found out that it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Hell yeah, um, it is. That that's just probably the best one. Like I don't know, I really like From Russia with Love. Yes, uh, I like some of the Craig ones. Like uh, actually, I really like No Time to Die as an ending to that. I have not seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but... it has its bad moments, but I think it's just. Mm-hmm. It's just like a solid ending to like the first Bond to have an actual ending. It feels like, and they do fine with it. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I already thought Spectre was that. So yes, um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I also was I'm like ki- Skyfall could totally be that. They wrapped it back around. They don't have to do yeah. anything else. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, no, I, Sky- yes, Skyfall is probably the better ending, but I did like No Time to Die. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, that's very cool. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, come back next time for Technolize. Uh, Jackson we'll plugs. Oh shit! <laughs> you didn't do your this, job. This is this is a free podcast. Yeah. Um, I was on. Um, you know what? Having guests on GDP has really fucked up my rhythm for when I'm what I meant to do at the end of a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing you're not head- professional or anything. Shut the fuck up. You can find <laughs> me at headfuls off at twitter.com. Uh, and you can find the podcast that me and him do at abnormalmapping.com. Um, the whole bunch of good shows. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. And if you want to check out our uh, premium shows, you can go to patreon.com slash normalmapping. One dollar gets you Gundam. We're watching Gundam Seed. Gundam Seed's good now. I promise. Fingers crossed. I don't know. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> Gundam Seed's um, normal bad now. Normal bad now. Not nuclear levels of bad. It's um, just a kind of dull anime. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but for five dollars, we've been doing blockbusters. We recently watched Speed. We're about to watch the Ten Commandments. Yes, the Charlton Heston four-hour epic. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
in ten dollars you get voip life where we goof off and uh talk about some bullshit we recently put out a seven and a half hour voip life where we did our 100 top fives for our episode 100 of voip life that was that was too much yeah um, don't listen to that one listen to, no, one you can listen to it but you should <laughs> you listen can, to like but... some of the other ones instead i would i would suggest film crit shulk that's a really good episode I, will, I don't know what number it is. If I can, I will just say thank you for that seven and a half hour podcast. It was really great. <laughs> Good. I'm glad uh, people people seem to really like it. But I was when we were doing it, I'm like, I have no idea if this is good or not. I'm having a good time, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I do. I appreciate when the podcasts I listen to and enjoy give me just like a whole yes, bunch infinite of infinite content. content. Yes. Um, yeah. Like if, if there was like a seven hour important tree back in the day, no matter how bad it was, I'd be like, great. I just put it <laughs> well, on. I listen, I listen to the Ruination cast. You know, right? Like, exactly. That was bad. That was bad on the level our thing was bad. Yeah, for sure. So I, I try to tell myself that it's just people will just enjoy it. If they, if they don't want it, it's not like our actual podcasts for, for you know, people who don't care are uh, that long. A normal yeah. mapping is just a tight ship. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I guess it's like two hours these days. A normal yeah. mapping could be a tighter ship. Anyway, this was a tight ship. <laughs> no, Goodbye. It's not. no, it's not. This is a sinking ship. We're all going down and we're going to play our music as we sink under the waters. So.